This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Good. Um, the first piece in Pashas Ray is of Enobachaya, and he's bothered with the transition between Re'e, meaning Allah and Yochid, to Lefnechem, which is Lashon Rabim. So he says, Re'e anokhanosim v'chavim brocho klala. Oma, Re'e b'lashon yachid, lefnech v'lashon rabim. Why? He says, because Moshe here is speaking both with individuals and the public. Meaning, part of what he's going to say is relevant only to individuals, and part of it is relevant to the Hamon. So he says, Lefisha brocho v'klala ne'etzolem mishnei midos jenipa alam. Bracha and Klala come from, the, they come from the two Midas that the world was created, which is Midas Adin and Midas HaRachamim. She'ein in Yonim Nigla Rakli Yechidim HaMaskilim. Only Yechidim understand it. L'kach HaMarei B'Losh Yochid. So in other words, he's saying, he's speaking to those individuals who can look past the Chitzanius and see the more panemistic aspect of it. So then he's telling, look at it, and he explains the word looking, he says, It means see in a conceptual way rather than in a physical way. Like it says, My heart saw much chachmadas. So, um, and then on the other hand, They are um, something which helps spur people to do right and stay away from wrong, therefore he needed to speak Belashon Rabbim and Selef Nechem. So the Rebbe Chaya is saying that the um, Lashon Yachid is used for the people who want to have deeper insight, and Lashon Rabbim is for the Pashtun, meaning for everybody. And then he says you find the same thing by Re'ei Marite Eschem Chukim Shpatim. See, I have taught you Chukim Shpatim. The, uh, so he says the same thing. There are the chukim are only shaykh for yechidim, and the eschem is lashon rabim because the the, the the Torah itself and its commandments and so on were given to the rabbin. And I want to explain a little bit over here um, about first of all the way he says bracha and kol come from the two midas, which are midas adin and midas arachamim. The word um, bracha and kol at its most basic level, we just think of it as good things and bad things. But actually, it's not at, at its, it has a very specific good and bad at the, at the root of it. A bracha is the koach of ribui in the bria. In other words, um, we, have, uh, we have four different ways in which things develop um, in the world. <coughs> One is that things degrade. In other words, you start with five apples, three of them rot, four of them rot, and so on. So there is uh, a hefsidic cloya. That's one way, or that's one uh, thing that happens in, in, the, in the dynamics of, of existence. A second, uh, a second thing would be um, 
preserving what there is frozen the way we would see a rack um, you know, in, in, this, in a reasonable period of time stays what it is and that's that. We also have a transformation of yesh miyesh. So I can um, take the, the rack that is, I can grind it, and I get powder that's equal to the rack. And then we have things that can actually multiply. For instance, if I take a seed and plant it, I get many, many plants out of it. Um, a person, one couple, can have many, many children. So we have bracha. And then a fifth thing, I guess, which doesn't exist is yesh me'ayin. Things just come into existence from no place. So let's, um, it, 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 let's focus on the two things that are more relevant. The, the, um, in, 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 in once we have the bria, we have the things over here. So bracha is the koach of the bria to be misrabe. Yesh doesn't exist, existed once at Kriya Solom, that's it. But the ability for things to produce more than was there before is, a, a, that's a divine type of, um, that, that's a divine hashpah. We're used to it because technically um, there is no yesh mayin, so even the seeds that grew many plants, the scientists will say, well, um, it took minerals out of the ground, it took water out of the ground, it took this out of this. If you add everything up, everything stayed the same in the big picture, which is technically true. But in terms of the plant, I had one um, apple tree, I now have a dozen apple trees, I have many dozen apple trees. I have had one stalk of wheat. I now have ten stalks of wheat. So, in terms of presence in the bria, there's a koach haribui. That's that's sort of divine. It's not in 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 the in the chemistry lab. You can only get one wheat out of one wheat out of one wheat. You could change the wheat to flour, but but it's still going to be the amount that's there. Um, biology um, carries in itself the side of bracha, which is a, um, it's, it's something that, uh, it, it's the koyach of ribuy. Zohar says, because the Zohar carries in himself, a, a woman usually carries one egg, and you usually have one child. So the woman kind of limits each, at, each, at each time one child. The man zera is the Zohar, has the ability to have hundreds of millions of, of, of uh, nekudas of zera. It's um, it, the Nekeva limits it to X amount. So a zacher is beget a bracha because the ability of one to produce many lies in that. That's the concept of bracha when it says that Gashbach should be nisrabe. The kavana the Rishon says this should be nisrabe, meaning from one drop of divine illumination, much understanding of Gashbach should come out. That's the concept of bracha. Klola. It's not not bad as much as it's limited. In other words, um, a, 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 um, a, a, an animal like a mule is not a. It, it doesn't have any bracha to it. It's, it it doesn't produce offspring. It's barren. So ara means the mule is the mule is the mule. That's it. There's not going to be more mules coming out of this mule. Nekev, the, the word nekeva has three meanings that 
are identical in this case. The word nekeva, let's take it in a place where the easier one. It's it says nokvalischarcha. Nokvalischarcha means identify the schar. Um, prescribe it. Give it to me exactly the way it is. No obfuscation. So it's a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars. That's it. In other words, the nuclear scharcha means uh, oh, don't leave it open-ended. I want to have a clearly set price that's not going to start sort of floating with, with, with your desires and needs. That's nukvali. The word nekeva, um, besides obviously the, the nekev association, but the nekeva is also one that limits the zera of the zakhar. The zakhar, the, the, the amount of, of, of zera and the zakhar is, is in the hundreds of millions. It's an incredible amount. What makes one child out of it, what limits it to usually one child, is the nekeva. Um, cursing a Kaddish Baruch which is Vayiko Shem Hashem, it means it, 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 it's a klola because what you do is you sort of you, you make the finite out of the infinite. So the word nakva vayikov klola nekeva and um, the the, um, the the defining are all in this sense they're all the same. They are the limits around something. And therefore, bracha is the ability for something to be unlimited. In, 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 in its way, wheat is unlimited. Once, one wheat stalk can bring dozens of, of wheat stalks who can bring times dozens and times dozens. There's a certain element of limitlessness mitzvah there. And then there's an, th- that's the midas, the chesed of Akash and the bria, the ability for things to keep growing and expanding without being limited. And then you have the midas, Hadin, which freezes things in this place, like it says Shakai, that is the, the, it says the world the stars will nimtachos, and they and they put a stop to it. We also, I mean, in in a, in a more um, conceptual sense, we think Midas Hadin is we think of it with the sternness to it. We think of uh, the the uh, kind of toughness. Midas Hadin starts with the first thing, with, with the statement. No free lunches. Midas HaChesed is, if, if it's an open house and it doesn't cost money, so there's no limit to the amount of lunches that you can take. Uh, um, it, it's just, um, I mean, uh, well, uh, on the <laughs> realistically, even if it's a free kiddish, you can't come in and take all of it. But the Maisa, you can, um, there's, no, there's no limit. Midas HaChesed puts a limit. For every, for, for every lunch, for every $100 you bring in, you can take a lunch out. For every day that you work, you can take, take a lunch. It, it, it sets limits. The, 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 have you met those limits? Have you, is it, you know, did you give enough yesh for the yesh yesh to happen? Those are all already follow-ups of Minister Din. But the real Minister Din in itself is the, the, the limitation. There's a famous, uh, famous joke in Atisol. Um, the Gurian's wife was known to be a very colorful and eccentric person. So when he produced the first car in Israel, of blessed memory, there was a Sita, autocars. There was a, it, um, they 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 started most popular fashion cars in Israel. They presented Ben Gurion with a free <coughs> um, car. So he said ethically, it's wrong for him to take gifts, and he can't do that. So they 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 were a little, you know, to do it. They said, you know what? 
Mr. McGurin was selling the car for five lira. So his wife turns to him and says, buy two. The, the, um, the, 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 the Midas Haddin in its service is putting a limit, a, a circle around it and saying things in this world, um, things are not there for free and everything has to be paid for and, and, and accounted for and so on and so forth. So that's the Indian over here of um, the, the Baruch and Klola, that their service comes from a deeper meter. The, um, <coughs> the, the, I, I want to explain now how it applies after the mitzvahs and so on. Um, you know, I spoke was saying if you do good things, you get good, and if you do bad things, you get bad, and the Baruch and the Klola. Ha, this idea of Baruch and Klola that we described, how do we understand it? So, um, it, the world consists of a physical layer and a premius that's ruchnius. Mitzad the physical layer, there's no room for bracha really. Uh, that just, just the 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 say this of the physical world is um, conservation of matter and energy. Masha hoyahu masha medes. In, in the realm of the material and the physical, there's no bracha. Things are frozen and set. A bracha is the bringing in of a sort of divine nekuda into the world. In, the, in, in mitzad ruchnias, mitzad spirituality, um, Akadosh Baruch Hu brought the world from nothing, and they say that bracha lies in that in that world. So in in mitzvahs naveis, besides the shav onesh. There's the element of bracha and kolala to it. A person who is um, in a, a, a person who is in bracha mode is nisrabe, and a person who's not in bracha mode is not nisrabe. Um, that is just how bracha and kolala relates to the mitzvahs nafes, which is what the pasuk wants to talk about. Um, another nakuda that I want to point out in Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar, <coughs> he says that um, it, do, it, the, it says re'ei that it's for Yechidim as opposed to Lifnechem, which is for everybody to understand. So, um, the first thing is, I mean, the Rabbi Rechaz in a lot of places that both are true. There's a literal meaning, and that's meant to spur a person to do right because it's productive, and it, and it, and it's, uh, it shows itself to be brach and so on. And then there's a pneumistic oifen, which deals with midas and so on, I want to add another knech to what he says about Yechidim and Rabbim. He himself also says that it's for Yechidim. We don't assume there's only one Galadar that will understand these things. We assume there are Yechidim as opposed to Hamayim. So once you have two people, grammatically Lashon Rabbim applies as well. So it's not a terrible kasha because the Pastor is just emphasizing it. But I, I, I would like to sharpen the point that he makes. In things that are material, physical, and visible to the senses, then the rab we understand the rabbim that that their understanding is common to each other. For instance, if we all point to a piece to to a, to, to a piece of paper and we say this is red. Even though we can never be sure that everybody sees the red exactly the same way, but the fact that everybody calls this red and this brown and this yellow and this green means that the understanding is common 
um, maybe even call it objective, and we're all tapping into it, as if it would be almost like a website, and we're all just tapping into the same website. So the, the level of understanding, the, the statement, if you do mitzvahs, things will go well, if you do have everything go bad, is a mitzvah, and it's a common understanding to all that tap into it. The understandings that are deeper, even if a dozen individuals understand them, but it's each yachid's own Havana. Because there's a lack in those things that are common, we all share the same. So things that, that, we, can, uh, that we can perceive with sight and sound and etc., we, we call those common, and therefore when it's given, it's given everything together. The understanding that we have in the panemius is always personal. Since it can't readily be put into words, and it can't be absolutely described, it, it's every single person, it's a, it's every person understands it himself, with his own knage, with his own sense of things, and so on. Uh, I'll give you a marshal in something, let's, let's go out of Nista, and let's go on some Nikla. There's a certain level of kasha and teretz, um, certain types of kasha and teretz in Gemara, that you could find sfarim, all the sfarim will, will have the same points, Many of will have the same points, same kasha teretz, and same popol. Then you find also something, something like that we call lundis. If you look at Reb Shimon, or Reb Achber, or Reb Chaim, um, it's never the exact same point. It's a point with a, a different, what we call knage to it, because they're not describing, like, if you say, Pisces is a kasha and teretz, over there it says that you do call the Gava. The Yishlema, this is talking about and so on. Those are facts that will, you can translate them in anybody's language. It's the same point. That one place it says Chaluka, one place it says Kolom Gava, one place it says Yimunach. What are the Kolom? Well, Kolom A is like this, Kolom B is like this, Kolom C is like this. Um, those are facts. That type of, of methodology is um, international, so to speak. It, it's, it's above any particular person, and it, you know everybody can tap into it and say. The final lumdis is different. Reb Shimon Rabbi may be saying fairly the same thing, but each one has a very different flavor to it because it's a personal understanding. Um, so on the one hand, it's deeper, it's finer. On the other hand, it's, it can be much more misleading. Um, because if if you can't share something with somebody else really, then maybe it's it's a figment of your imagination. Maybe it's not real. Maybe it's not there. So, but uh, I just wanted to give a muscle for it in terms of things that we can actually that we live with it, uh, the type of learning that we relate to. The next piece is a piece about bechira, and it's from the Rabbi Nachai also. And it says, the Pasuk here says, Re'eya nosin lefneichem hayom rochen klola. And she says like this. Hine, nizbaya bepasuk zeh sha'ashuz fa'bechira sha'adam. This Pasuk tells us that bechira is in, uh, in our hands. Everything is totally in our bechira. He also say, brings a Pasuk, it says, Miyitein v'ilavavn z'alim yaseh. Kadosh said, Halavai, who would, who would, give their hearts to be like this, always fearing me like this. 
meaning Akarish Baruch himself is saying that I don't uh, I don't know f- you know I can't dictate it or not I can't but I won't dictate it and I only wish quote unquote because Akarish Baruch he says would be goes in presence of Russia then he would um, th- then then it doesn't make any sense that he would command us to do something and uh, and then give us char on us whatever it is. I um, just want to add a point here. W- one of the things that is almost impossible to um, to determine by thinking, or even by research, is a person being determined versus free will and so on. Th- this is not proving free will. It's proving that the Torah postulates free will. It's saying that from the Torah itself, we see that the Torah takes free will as a given. It's, it's important to make that distinction. If somebody comes along and says a person must have free will, because or else, um, how we get reward or punished, well, who says? Well, m- maybe you're right. It, it's only the Torah works. When a person comes along and says, since God is almighty and... Uh, and can do everything and wants everything and so on and so forth, then man has no free will, then we say no. But the Torah says, like Hashem himself says, Oy, I only wish I had a way to have them have Yerushalayim. Obviously, Hashem does not run the world using his um, to- total abilities, but he gives us the room for Bechira. That's Mucha from the Psukim, that that's what the Torah assumes and so on. The, um, so the first point he makes is, since the Torah itself is full of schar and ones, there's no point to it. It doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. Then, then, then say it as. A, then don't give it as an if. Say atem or whatever it is. That's one point. Then he says, that's the reason why the Torah starts at the very beginning um, with a description of free will. It says by Adam Arishan when he ate Rain Sadas, Heina Adam Dastovara. Man became like one of them Dastovara. So he says, What does that mean? He says, Man is the only one in the entire creation. Not animal nor a nor malach have a kochabhira. Um so he says the the uh, every single every single entity in this world is fixed. And uh, w- and he says the um, and, he, and he, but he gives a fascinating distinction, Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar, between the fixing of the of the uh, um, between the fixing of the malach and the fixing of the animal. The animal is fixed into its behavior simply by teva. In other words, its genes dictate to it what it should be doing. So its habits. And uh, the, the docility of the lamb doesn't come out of any kindness. It's just it's programmed that way. As is the ferocity of a, of a tiger. That doesn't. An angel is different. An angel is forced by its awareness and its seichel. Let's give an example, just so we have a sense of it. Um, <coughs> let's take something that's not bad or, or good, but rather um, healthy, not healthy. Smoking cigarettes. Being that it's, that we it, the disease it causes is not readily seen while you smoke the cigarette, we have a bechir to it. Um, the pain of a pin or a needle 
is evident as you're pushing in. Th- 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 that it's not healthy to push a pin into yourself is evident while you're pushing the pin into you, and therefore there's no real room for Bechira in, 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 in the normal sense of the word. Whereas smoking, since I need to think about it, and I need to sort of conjure up the image and think about it, so on and so forth, it, it, I do have Bechira. Amalek sees the Metzias and the Emes and HaKadosh Baruch Hu in one shot, so, so there's no wiggle room. It's not, Amalek doesn't do it in a way, he's not programmed to do it, but since he's in total perception of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the Emes and Tov and Ra, then he's, um, uh, he has no Bechira. So Amalek does not have Bechira, and that's why you find occasionally as far as speak about it, you find Gemara's that say certain Malachim were punished for doing X or Y or Z. It has different as Beirim. But one has in light of what he says is, as opposed to an animal that really has no Bechira, and it's just, it's just a question of how strong the program is, the, um, the, the uh, a Malach, it's just like, let's like take the Moshe again with the pins. When I said I don't have a hero when I have pins sticking, I can stick pins in myself. People stick needles in themselves. Um, so I can I do have that bechira, but on a practical level, that koach bechira in itself doesn't mislead me or misguide me. So a malach seems could do it, but his perception of a kadosh is so powerful and of emes that it's an automatic no-no, except for those cases that Gemara, for whatever reason, points out. And we have to understand those Gemara. But I just want to point out that this gives us this distinction between a Malach's Echreach and a, and a Balchai's Echreach gives us a lead into understanding something about Malachim. Yes, please. When we say that animals don't have Bechira, what exactly do we mean by saying it doesn't have Bechira? There is no process. In other words, let's go through the brain. Um, when a person sits down, and, and in front of him is vanilla and chocolate ice cream. So what happens is the, um, he conjures up the taste of vanilla, conjures up the taste of chocolate, whichever is stronger wins, and that's what he does. A person has homework to do, or he has a movie they like to see, so it's, it's just a question of the, 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 the pain versus pleasure. There's no Bechira no, no being exercised at stage. But a person... Um, has good and bad, and he needs to choose my my ruchni part. In other words, I have a I have a, a one chocolate chip cookie left over, and I really like that. Now I have the physical self that enjoys and wants it, and giving it to somebody else takes that away from me. Versus the sense of right and goodness to give it to someone else who didn't have, and so on and so forth. Um, so there, I need, I struggle between two things, and then some third koach in a person, a koach it has some name to it, 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 it makes that decision. That's koach bechira. In other words, it's a conscious choice. The mind is not acting simply to tally up how many flavor buds are turned on by vanilla and chocolate. When we say, I have to choose the vanilla ice cream and chocolate ice cream, that word choosing is, is, is kind of a misnomer. I mean, uh, it's it simply, I'm trying to figure out do I have more type of uh, vanilla, do I have more type of chocolate? Um, choosing means the Korach HaSeichel has to make a decision between one world and another world. Which self am I going to... And, uh, and, and, and um, 
That, that's sort of where the koach. It's like, for instance, let me give you another example, something a little easier to understand. When, um, when, a, when you're deciding, when a doctor is deciding to use, um, oh, oh, let's, let's go back. L- let's say as, um, an engineer is deciding how much steel is needed to support a certain building. So he calculates, makes a cheshman, and then based on that dictates how thick the beam, the, the, the columns, and how many, etc. The um, when, when a judge is trying to decide a case, there's no real way to quantify the size. He, he sort of um, thinks of both sides, and then there's a certain which is machria one over the other. Um, you, you know, and, and, and you say, you know, your sense of justice is that this side has right. Um, you know, we're talking about a case that both sides have have you know things to stand on and so on. So that koach achra in a person is the koach abchira. Um, and he says like this. He says so. Adam is unique in the world because he has these two kochos. As long as we're dying the Rambam, the Rambam it says that in this in Aleph base of Yisraeli Torah, he says that man that is nothing but Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Shemaim and Oretz and in between, and uh, very strange Shemaim and Oretz in between. Like, well, it's, it's poetic sort of, but what what does it mean? And I think the Rama means. I saw later. I think the Maral says something very similar. The Rama means Shemaim means Malachim. You know, there's a having to think that Malachim. Uh, there's a having to think that an Oretz because it's so physical, Kachpahu is not there, and in between is men. In other words, Adam is the Bria that is the in-between Shemaim He doesn't have a fixed Metzias, but he, it's a judgment call. And therefore, that's where Adam is. So Adam is the only one who has Bechira. Bechira means the ability to, 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 to choose between two completely different systems. And then he says, the cause of Ramam Zal, Al it says in the Pasik that um, uh, that everything that Kashbaba wants he does in, in Shemayim Baratz. So he says and it's basically paraphrasing Rambam. Certainly whatever Kashbaku wants he can do, even though we have a shus. He says just like a Kashbaku can turn nature upside down, so too um, the, a, a man can, a Kaddish could certainly um, override a person's Bechira, not give a person's Bechira, and so on. The, um, however, a Kaddish chose not to. It's not, it's just like if a king gives somebody, endows somebody with X amount of money, the money didn't leave the king's Rishos. He's just endowed on the person. If you take a look in the Rambam, when he speaks of Bechira, he says, Rishos nesuna loy that the Rishus is given over to him. The, um, the, the, the giving over of the Rishus means, yes, we have it, but it's in doubt. It's like the difference between somebody who, who runs for office. The electorate gave him the office, not the person on top of him. But in, in the case of so in a state where you elect attorney general, so the attorney general works for the governor, let's say, but he's elected by the people. 
but in a, in a monarchy where you're appointed as attorney general means you are given those rights, but they're not yours inherently and they can be taken away. Here also, Akadosh um, Baruch who gave man Bechira, it's not that man has Bechira and Akadosh can't do anything about it, can't take it away, whatever it is, it's given to us. And he says, and therefore we're responsible for our actions as a result of Bechira. That's the, um, that's where Bechira comes in. So he's calling the Rambam on this, that when we say that Bechira is, is man has free will, we always have to bear in mind it's true, but it's always an endowment. It's never inherently ours, and therefore the most of the times I got away from Paro, it's, um, he can always override it. He can choose at certain times for whatever reasons, like Ram explains, to override it. Um, okay, I think we'll, well, maybe one more piece. There's a, there's a Svarna here, which is, um, which is interesting. It's a small piece, but he says re'e. He's also worried, what, what does it mean re'e, see? So he says, So he puts in a very powerful line over here the, the, about the, uh, 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 what it means, what the passage is telling you. When a person does something out of rote, his f- the feet go by itself. In other words, the, the place that's called habit is the feet. There's raglayim and hergo. And a person does, so a person does it without looking, um, even if his eyes are open. When you walk someplace that you know, and you know, there's no traffic coming, you, you walk without looking at anything. I mean, your eyes are open, but you're thinking about what you're thinking, because you don't need to. The feet themselves follow the pattern that you set. When you're making a new step or a new move, you need to see. Like it says, Chacham Eina means a Chacham is someone who acts by thinking where, like headlights, where he's going to, and then walking. So, he says, most people act at Ophabeni. In other words, we are what we are. It's a sort of a, a, a happy mediocracy, and that's it. Re'ei means think about it. In other words, um, move forward with, with um, pre-thought, and, uh, you know, is this the best thing I should be doing? Is this the better thing I should be doing? And so on and so forth. Okay, we'll hold it here.